Hello and welcome to the Potters Podcast. Hello. Hello, how are we? Not bad are you? I'm not too bad at all, except this has been the most craziest week in football in history, I think. It's been the craziest week in history full stop. Well, the biggest, not, the, the biggest question I've got here online is, have you got your toilet roll? I've got my mask on. <laughs> You've got your mask on, but have you got your toilet roll? Uh, yeah, I've got uh, 44 rolls, I'm not telling you how I live. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, I've got oh, 24 crates, is it? I don't know what you call it. 24 crates? 24 pack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 24 pack, full. I'm, I'm stocked, I'm ready to go. I've got plenty of biscuits, plenty of beans. So I've gone for it. What do you get? I can just do crazy, I think, if we do our lockdown. I would do if it's fake, as people are saying, a month. I mean, there is talk now that we could be getting a lockdown for a month now. That's insane, that, isn't it? It bloody is, it is insane. I can't believe what's been going on with this coronavirus. I mean, doctors have been coming out talking, saying it's basically like a really bad cold. Well, the thing is, mate, if you, it, you better hope that they don't put lockdown on at the weekend. Because if it's a weekend, what happens if you take someone home from the pub? And then you wake up and you don't like him. <laughs> Stuck, Stuck on you. Might as well get married, don't you? <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's caused chaos everywhere now. It's caused major problems to the football, which we're going to talk about now. I mean, yeah. Stoke, of course, has been no match. The Reading match hasn't gone ahead um, because, of course, the, the Football League have decided to step in and decided to stop all games till the fourth. Well, the thing is, I mean, even at Championship, big attendances at games, aren't they? And, and the thing yeah. is, it's a lot of people in one area, so... Well, it is. It's, I mean, let's be honest, the Championships are big, a big one, because it's the third most followed league in Europe. Yeah, um, which it's, doesn't surprise me, to it, be honest. It's shocking, though. I mean, Spain, Spanish football, Italian football is lower than the Championship. The trouble is, though, over there, it's like three or four decent sides, and then that's it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. not they're pretty poor, so... I mean, overall, there's a lot of ex-prem teams in the Championship. And yeah, all, all but five have yeah. been in the Premier League. Um, yeah. And weirdly enough, they're all in the top four, the top eight, sorry, yeah. the teams that haven't been up. Yeah, so um, it, it is crazy this week. It has been crazy. Well, I mean, we've got a question here. Can you see the, any of the, well, the rest of the season kicking back in after that date? Well, the, the problem is if they do decide to call it a day, it's the... Ramifications for top of the table and bottom, isn't it? I yeah. mean, obviously, teams who are in the bottom are going to be looking at it going, Well, we could have got out, couldn't we? We could have got yeah. out the relegation zone yeah. and stuff like that. I mean, to me, the only option is to play them games at some point. Well, I mean, the problem is with this is that they, they're on about now, they're in communications with UEFA, UEFA are on about delaying or cancelling the Euros now, the Olympics might not be going ahead. Um, all other big events like UFC this weekend kicked in but with no crowd yeah. which is weird because there's a lot of swearing involved which you don't hear normally the thing with the league if they, if they did cancel the Euros and, and everything else and everything got back to normal sort of June, July then it, it sort of, with the league you could get the games just got them played and got them done but with the Euros I was saying this at work the other day it's every tip like Euros is every four years and, yeah. and the World Cup's like two years later yeah what they're going to do just play back to back tournaments or something at some point because that's to me the only way they can get back on track well the, the talk is I mean there's there's two talks that I've heard on talk sport apparently there's because Liverpool are obviously kicking off because they were actually only three points away from winning oh, yeah. the title <laughs> which is the best news ever I yeah. mean let's really see if there is a god 
he doesn't want Liverpool in the top. <laughs> he <doesn't. laughs> well, he right. has sent the biggest virus down to the <laughs> Biggest virus since what one years ago, which I can't think it is. The fact is that there's two kind of ways they can do it. They can either finish the season now and finish as it is, but then they, they've you well, somebody's come out and said, Well you can't do that because it's unfair on the teams going down that they aren't completing a full season which yeah. I can completely understand if I was a West Ham fan or anything that there's still nine games go nine or ten games go and you've been relegated before that you can complete yeah. them games it okay, changes everything the well yeah exactly yeah <laughs> and the fact is that for me from what we've got on the other camp is that how are you going to do the playoffs well this is the thing isn't it because obviously I'd read somewhere that they were saying well we just won't send anybody down but then in the championship, that affects everybody. Yeah, it going affects up. everywhere. And yeah. then Leeds look like they're going to go up, and yet again, again, <laughs> there's a god up. If there's a god up there, he doesn't want Leeds <laughs> in the Premier League. Leeds are falling apart, <laughs> but they haven't actually played. <laughs> and I think that for me, the only thing I can see is is void and start again next season. It's looking that way. Isn't I think I think that's going to be the way. I mean, we don't know because we don't know what's going to go happen after the fourth. The apparently going to be a meeting a week before to find out what they're going to do but from the looks of it this could be happening now for the next two three months I think the worst of it is as well is because it's happened as it has it's still I mean what has he left in the champ eight games nine games uh, ten I think it's nine that's ten a game. lot of game it's days. a lot of games it's a that's lot, a lot, lot of, of games. game days for every club if it had been two games left or three you could have said but when it reopens, we'll get them three games out of the way in a week. As but stupid as it is, they could go Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, and just got it out of the way and got it done. Because teams do it at Christmas, don't they? So yeah, but you, you're really going to be injured. It's real at risk of injury if you're going to put three games well, out of the way. Well, I doubt it. We've sat at home at for three months. <laughs> well, we, we can't say they have. These <laughs> <laughs> are professional footballers. We aren't about Shakiri. Keep fit, lads. So, yes, boss. Just the other pack Where's, where's that bonus? <laughs> well, if you're on lockdown, what are you going to do? Well, I don't know. I'm just I'm just You can't, you can't, you can't really. I mean, I suppose if you have got your own gym, you can. But uh, you well, can. gyms are starting to slowly close down now. Well, let's put it this way: I went to the gym today, and the on the app, it said there was only seventy people in, mm. and last week there was one hundred and twenty-five. Mm. At the same time, eventually they'll close it down because the, the bigger the pandemic gets, even the smaller crowds start to close. Yeah, like offices workplaces because Boris Johnson came out and we were all dead excited at work we all went home put it on game come on Boris two week break come on two week break come on but he's put he's put the the incentive onto the workplaces and onto everybody else that it's their decision not mine yeah, yeah. so basically the biggest it's clever, really. so it's the basic biggest yeah. points and then run off yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'll, yeah. Have, you'll ever it's see like throwing a grenade and they go back <laughs> <laughs> just running off uh, but the ramifications of football is that I think this is going to last longer than two weeks, three weeks. This is going to last for months now. It all depends on numbers, because the thing is, I was looking at the numbers in the week, and then overnight, I think it was on Friday, Saturday, it went up 200 in the UK and won it. Yeah. Not like two or three, well, it's, it's 200. It's so only eight spread, are you? I mean, the fact is that, yeah, you can say, well, the big events have all gone, so there isn't mass infections in one quick go. But there's still plenty of people in supermarkets. I mean, I had a look at one today in America. There was one where the actual queue of people with trolleys was going right round the corner. They were yeah. nearly on the main road, yeah. queuing up to get the toilet roll. Yeah. And the fact of it is that 
the only way to stop this coronavirus in Europe is every country goes in lockdown yeah. for three weeks or three, four weeks. It's the only way you're going to contain it because yeah. then everybody's stuck in their own house, they can't go, and whoever's got it is stuck in their own house anyway. Yeah. So the fact is, it, it kills it. Yeah. But because some countries are going, yeah, some countries are going, it's like Denmark and Norway, for me, they're probably the most pragmatic countries in, in Europe. Instantly, 18 cases, no deaths, lockdown, no yeah. planes, nothing, <laughs> done, lockdown. Shut the doors. <laughs> That's it, lockdown. Denmark a day later, we're doing the same, we're not having, yeah. we're not having any more risk. Holland, yeah, come on, get yourselves in. Come on. <laughs> 30 cases in a minute. It's pure madness. And the thing is, like you say, right, we can get the league season out of the way in so many thingies. You've got the FA Cup put in there. You've yeah. got the Champions League put in there. You've got the yeah. Europa League put in there. So where yeah. teams are travelling here, there and everywhere. So people have got to be refunded. Do you not think, though, with the Europe thing, it's a lot easier to just void it? As daft as it says, at this point. Well, they can't because if they void... If they say, right, we're voiding Europe, but we aren't voiding the Premier League, then the people are going to go mental. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, if you get knocked out of the Champions League, it doesn't affect your long term. Whereas if you don't get up through the playoffs, the money that Leeds would lose through not going into the Prem when they look like they are. But it, it, it all comes to the conclusion that, that it, somebody, I think Karen Brady came out, and she can talk because West Ham are second bottom. Yeah. But she's come out and said it isn't fair, and it isn't fair. It isn't fair. But the thing is, as well, what you've got to put in effect is. Playoffs. You've got playoffs for three divisions. They've all got to be played. But the problem is with that as well is that how are you going to put that? It's like, well, we were only a point outside nine games ago and all this kind of stuff. How are you going to fit the playoffs in? Yeah. So f the thing that for me, that the only way it's looking like for me is it's going to be voided and it's going to be start again next season. Started again with the same points. <laughs> now we started again with the same points, it'll be completely started again and Liverpool fans will start crying and Leeds fans will start crying. But that's not a bad thing, is it really? You keep the same points, play the same games and then be like, Leeds win the title with 199 <laughs> 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 The thing is though, it's like now when you see these things about Liverpool saying they might be just handed the title and you're thinking, yeah, but every supporter's always going to go, yeah, but he didn't really win it, did you? Just give yeah, it that's back. what I mean. Because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what happens. That, like, if Leeds go up or West Brom go up, people are just going to go. Yeah, well, you, we don't know if you would have done anyway. It's yeah, void. Yeah. You shouldn't be up there. No. And, and and that's good. Teams that go down are going to be like, well, we shouldn't be here. We were only two points out. So like, like now, I think who is it? Hull or yeah? You know, like we're a point behind fourth bottom with nine games go. Yeah. You, you can't relegate them. It's, right. it's not possible and then Liverpool fans go well they have won the title which they have done yeah. and they un undoubtedly deserved winners of the Premier League title no question Liverpool should be winning that title but the fact is they can't give them the title without giving Leeds a title without giving West Brom promotion yeah. without giving Crew promotion in the title Celtic the title and all these the other the thing is you've got to look at like especially at lower level there might be teams who are up the top who maybe weren't fancy gets to the top and they've worked really hard and they, they've yeah. done really well and, and you think all that hard work could be undone in a choice of a decision through the FA and, and, and you just think it is a shame for them people. Oh, it's a shame. It's a shame. Yeah. It's like Leeds and West Brom. You know, he ate Leeds and West Brom. <laughs> but they, they, you can understand their frustration because they've had good seasons. Yeah. But the people on the relegation side will be going, yeah, come on, let's avoid it and start again. I don't think Crew were doing that well last season either. I'm not sure where. They are really flat. Obviously, they've had a great season this year. Well, they're, they're going to go up. Well, we're going to go up unless it gets yeah. avoided. But I think. Well, at what point does it. If, the thing is, at the moment, 
we don't know if we're going to go in lockdown, but if we have a, a massive rise in, in cases, then we, we more than likely oh, are. Yeah, the more it goes up, the more No one's chance. mentioned about it going away. We're just going to stay in lockdown until it stops. Do you know what I mean? Well, this is what I'm saying. The fact is that because, like, basically, when when you have a pandemic where it starts spreading like it has done now, it's in Holland, France, Germany, Spain, Italy, of course, majorly Italy, then you've got it's in every country now. What should happen? Because it'd be a different case if it was zombies, the place would be locked down. Let's put it down. <laughs> it well, I think about it, it's an infection of zombies, but the governments don't care because there's not a majority dying. I've played the league in Greenland. Just imagine there, Firmino there, like, <laughs> shivering on the chimney, Nashberg. Alison with a pog coat on. <laughs> we'll win this title. <laughs> we'll finish it off, man. <laughs> the, the thing is that you, it's, it, it is a shame. I mean, we've got a question here. Uh, will it affect Stoke if we if we do go in lockdown and we can't play the rest of the season? I'm not bothered. No, because no, the thing is, if it, if it does void it, we're not going down, are we? Yeah, and the thing that goes me is that because this season to be void, I don't owe Viper 20 quid till the end of next season. Because <laughs> <laughs> the season starts again. There's loads of fans, weren't they? It's void this season. Oh, Stoke won the league. They were bloody right at the bottom all season. <laughs> <laughs> Last time, we got up second. They were terrible. Bosley second. <laughs> Bosley won the title from, from Sani Shakiri. The problem is, though, someone said to me the other day, saying, well, all these jokes on Facebook, people aren't taking it seriously. Yeah, but people don't know how to react. Yeah, the easiest yeah. way to react is make a joke out of it. Yeah, because of course the, the sad thing is with Corona is that people, people, are, died, people yeah. are losing their lives. And, you know, we here at the Potters Podcast, we do hope that everybody does stay safe and yeah. make sure make sure they stay in and keep yourselves, keep your bloody hand sanitizer with you, make sure you've got toilet rolls from the looks of it. But The thing is, though, I said the other day about the sanitizer thing, all right, fair enough. It is good for putting sanitizer in your hands, but maybe is this a wake-up call that whenever you go any business or any cafe or any restaurant, there should be sanitizer on the wall? Oh yeah, yeah. People, the thing is, if people, if if it's there, then I, I, I think now after people will use it. I think the thing here is the biggest thing we've learned to stop eating bats. I think that's the. Well, this big is the one. thing in China, and they eat all sorts of. Stuff, well, I mean, they, some have to, don't they? they? They aren't exactly. They are a rich country, but a lot of people aren't rich, and that's. Well, that's they like try weird stuff, don't they? They've like yeah, but, on the stairs. Yeah, but <laughs> to, to them, us eating asparagus is probably weird. Yeah, you know, yeah. you've, got, you've got to look at it. Yeah, but asparagus doesn't crawl off your plate, does it? Like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It depends where you go, doesn't it, really? I've never seen it with legs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it still can move. <laughs> I mean, like I say, it's it's, it's going to be a, it's going to be a testing time for everyone now because I mean everybody's bored. I mean most lads are bored now. I mean it's, it has a massive effect because it has a massive effect on Sky because people are obviously going to now try to ring up and cancel football till it's back on. I mean, a question here is: Do you do you think that Corona is that bad? Could you see it having an effect on the start of next season? Well, I'll tell you one thing: I think it will will cause, and no one's mentioned it. It wouldn't surprise me if we end up in another recession. Like could he could bring a recession on because the reality is I mean don't get me wrong I, I think I sort of count myself slightly fortunate that we have got a lot of work on for a, a long period of time that's all booked in and, and pencilled in so yeah but if you're in the lockdown you know, what I'm saying is, is that when lockdown finishes it's not like oh we've got no work we have got plenty of work mm. but it's like the travel industry was struggling before corona 
Yeah. Fly B was getting money bailouts. Well, Thomas Cook's gone. That's going to destroy him. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna have to give a mention to Pearson that works at my place now. And he was he was affected last year on his holiday by Thomas Cook, who was supposed <laughs> to fly. Alan was supposed to fly on Saturday. And it's not funny, I really feel for him. He's been cancelled, so it's yeah. his second state holiday. He's missed out on that. He should just go on holiday. Whenever he, get, whenever he books an holiday now, I'm just going to look at that and go, right, don't book that time. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go to Wales next year. You best check that course. I'm going to go to Dubai next week. What? Oh, no, I'm off that week. Can you leave it? <laughs> Why? What do you mean? Well, that's proper unfortunate. No, it is, yeah, twice yeah. in a row. Yeah, you missed out because you had Thomas, he was getting same island in. Can't remember which it is near Tenerife, one of the Canary yeah, Islands. Oh, uh, uh, Lanzarote or something. Yeah, it's near there. It's, it's one that most people don't know about. But like I say, it, it's going to affect everything because if we all go into lockdown, that means every single business ain't spending no money, but they're keeping the supermarkets open and stuff, aren't they? And the hospitals. So the thing is, it's going to have a knock-on effect right across the board. Oh yeah, it's going to affect everybody. Everything. It's going to affect everybody, everything, businesses. Yeah. It's going to businesses are closed because of this. But the thing is, the government come out the other day saying we've put money aside for people. They're going, yeah, but then you're out of pocket, which means eventually yeah, we're, we're, all, we're all, all out of pocket. pocket. But the thing is, with it says that yeah, they come out, but he's completely avoided the circumstances. Instead of going right, we're getting a lockdown. You have to handle it. Yeah. He said, we've got money aside and we'll comfort... We can't comfort an entire workforce of an entire country right. with the, the money they've put aside. Yeah. It's two weeks waiting and they're on about a month lockdown now, so that's an yeah. entire month. Well, I've looked into it, me being self-employed, they're going to pay me for the government. Yeah, they will do, yeah. They are, they are on about yeah. paying people through, so... Yeah. But how much... Yeah, but you, work, you get, that's what I mean, when you work for yourself, you're not going to get the full wage that you're going to get. Yeah, it'd be paying. like sick pay, but... Yeah, it'd be like sick pay, yeah. Yeah. So I'll be sneaking out with my trowel. <laughs> <laughs> getting things up, getting things done. Get, hey, get in! <laughs> then it you just say, makes me laugh when you see these people cough and everyone ducks. Yeah. You see that like, moving out of the way, someone's walking down the street and they cough and they're like, Yeah. Who was that? Like, get in! Hand sanitizer! <laughs> <laughs> spray with that stuff. I mean, it's, it is a scary time at the moment. I mean, with football, especially with Stoke as well, is that I mean, it, it's different for us as Stoke fans because Stoke, let's be honest, haven't had a great season. So for us, it, it's not. I wouldn't mind them voiding it because I'm a Stoke fan. I mean, if I was a Liverpool fan or a Leeds fan, I'd be fuming. I'd be devastated. The only thing it's not good for us is we've come off a great win as well. I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? We've come off a great well, win. I mean, I know it's stupid to say, but we aren't a million miles away from the playoffs, and that's how daft it is. All league that it can be, it can be left, right, and centre. That things could happen, things can't. The fact is now is that. We're in such a situation now, this coronavirus, that I think football does have to stop. There's more important things than football, football at times. Yeah. And with corona hitting, we just want everybody safe and happy. And I just don't understand why the government hasn't just said, right, two-week locked, lockdown, let's sort yeah, this out. Yeah, try and nip it in the bud early and then yeah. so we can get back straight again. Instead, the governments are dragging their heels a little bit. Well, they're dragging their heels because yeah. they want the businesses to keep going to make the incentive. Mm. So if they say to the businesses, oh, well, we can stay open a lot as long as you don't want it to. So what they're basically doing is, it's like my place, because there's like four or five hundred people that work at my place. They're just waiting. We're just waiting now for a, a case. I think they're probably waiting for a big firm do it that's going to affect everybody. So like fuel suppliers. Yeah. Fuel suppliers said, we are shutting. 
and then no one can use yeah, that. Yeah, they'll all probably no So the garages have shut. Yeah. And then eventually they go, well, we can't get anywhere. No one can buy any fuel. So mm. everyone will stop. Everyone who works in the trade can't get to jobs. People can't deliver. So everywhere they've shut. It's just like passing the book a little bit. It says he's yeah. passed the book. Boris Johnson has passed the book. Yeah. I mean, when he did his interview as well, well, not interview, he did his speech to the nation. He looked knackered. He looked like he had yeah, slept for a week. Yeah, it's a big decision to shut the because it's basically shutting the country down, isn't it? Basically, yeah. Yeah, it's basically hanging the sign on going, "We are shut." Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in Spain, if you see now, it's a twenty-five grand fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, it is because it's completely stopping the spread. Yeah. The, I mean, there's a lot of countries that are activating and being clever and try and nip it in the bud but the problem is with nipping it in the bud it's alright we're going in, in a lockdown for two weeks the problem is the rest of Europe isn't yeah. where a lot of countries in Europe aren't so they'll open the so, flights so, again and then yeah, the crew that comes back, back. back. <laughs> so it's a silly thing so the whole na- the whole the whole, the whole world needs to lock down yeah. for two weeks yeah. then it'll go yeah but apparently now the doctors have come out and said that people have had it before. Now I remember at Christmas I had a, I had a flu where I couldn't get out of bed and couldn't move. Yeah. And there's talk that it's been around a while, but people yeah. just thought it was normal flu. It's not cold. Well I've been ill since Christmas and it's still never properly gone. It's like, it's baited and, 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 and then you sort of like wake up one day and feel a bit sniffly and stuff and then mm-hmm. the next day you're fine. I think this has been around a lot longer than we think. Well that's what they're saying. Right, so this week, um, even though it's probably not as interesting to talk about now, but we'll go through it. Uh, the meeting with the fans, John Coates was there, Tony Scholes was there, Michael O'Neill was there, and Johnny Jarvo was there. We saw him yeah. at the front there, Johnny yeah. Jarvo. Uh, obviously. Obviously, well, he was getting his questions, and I tell you, very stern as well. <laughs> uh, some things were said. Uh, Michael O'Neill, of course, said he, he, he's, he's loved being at the club. He, he likes everything that's gone on. He seems to have a lot of... Happiest. We've got a question here. Do you think Mar- Mar- Martin, Michael O'Neill, will get his transfer targets that he was talking about? Um, I think he. I think. I'm, well, I'm hoping he does. I mean, the thing is, in the past, we've sort of hoped that Nathan Jones would, but he didn't really. But then again, is is Michael O'Neill that player who might be able to dip in the market and not be spending? ridiculous sums of money I don't know well a question came in about and he addressed it to Tony Scholes that was funny because the question came in uh, so Tony uh, uh, are you going to fix the left back situation and yeah. he sort of like looked around cluelessly which really understands why he doesn't know what he's doing yeah. he just sort of looked around and goes what left back situation and then, and then they, they presented the, some bloke had to sh- like shout at him in the crowd going because yeah, we haven't yeah, got yeah. one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a bit of a it was, like, it was like a comedy sketch at that point so then Michael just stepped in luckily used his head and went I think that's for me <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he admitted that we, we do need to look at the left back he said we have got a recognised left back in Stephen Ward um, he was on about Josh Tymon um, and he said that at the moment India is the best option at the moment which I fully agree with yeah. I think he is but he did say that is on his on his to-do list to sort those situations out well he also said that some might some some will be leaving again and, and, and the thing is it's it's something that we've wanted anyway isn't it because um there's still there's still faces there that don't suit us completely um there's some faces that have come in and done a great job 
I mean, Campbell's firing on all cylinders, isn't he? Yeah, and Campbell's uh, become a hero. But I did say at the start of the season, if we can get that, him and Vokes together, yeah. they, they could be a good a good partnership. There's a core, the core of that team that maybe won't leave now. Even I, I don't think James McLean would leave either now. I don't think he would anyway. I yeah. think that, he's not going to leave that contract. He's still got three years left on it. I think. The thing he's, is, though, he's looked like a different player under O'Neill. Yeah, he has. Yeah. And I know we've 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 sort of been missing him last couple of weeks, but like sort of last year, especially when we first started this pod, we looked at that team and gone, "Who are you getting rid of?" And go all on. <laughs> but it's now he's sort of looking at it again. Well, yeah, yeah. he wouldn't get rid of Lucas. He wouldn't get rid of McLean, Campbell, Alan, Alan. Even Alan's improved yeah, massively. Alan's yeah, Alan's massively improved on the. Um, yeah. O'Neill. There's this one or two who I'd happily kick through the door, but not not through. I mean, uh, uh, you know my thoughts on Vokes. Whether he scored, what's he got? Is it nine, ten goals? But I think the problem is with Vokes is it's going to be hard get hard shift him to be honest. But we got a good insight from John Coates as well about the business side of things, and he was he was explaining like what a lot of people don't understand. Do you know, we sit there and go, oh well, we brought. Um, Berahino for 12, what was it, 12 million, 15 million. And the problem is that because of financial fair play, if you get 6 million for him, the financial fair play still see it as a loss. Yeah. Because it goes off a three year, a three yeah. three year period, so it still looks like a loss. And it's like, well, how is this helping football clubs? Yeah, it's not. And you were absolutely right. I have to respect John Coates for what he, what he was saying, really. And he, he made him sound like he knew what he was doing. He, he was very much against financial fair play because he was saying like season tickets have to be upped so they can bring income in so they can justify it on spend and, and he was saying like the problem is with financial fair play is it's restricting football clubs from giving deals to the fans and, and bringing in good yeah. players because they can't afford it through financial fair play and it's like well I'm the owner and I can't put money into my own business. To me financial fair play when it was set up it's been set up in the wrong way financial fair play should have been restricting clubs from spending extortionate amounts on one transfer window not about money and money there what they lose on a player and stuff like that because at the end of the day you could buy a player in any club at any price and lose off the money you paid for them well it's like anything in life you buy a car it loses value after five minutes well apparently um he made, it, he made it quite clear as well that apparently more than half of the teams in the top two divisions are in debt Yeah. anyway. Yeah. So if they're in debt anyway, because their owners are putting the money in to keep them afloat or whatever, so why can't they just go out and spend more money than they want yeah, to? Yeah. If you've got an ambitious owner that wants to get a, a club that's normally in the championship up to the top end of the Premier League, yeah. he's going to have to spend money. It doesn't but matter if it's left or right. Do you not think, say at Prem level, if they said, right, you cannot spend above 100 million in that season. What now? You can't nowadays, though, can you? Like, yeah, but that, if they'd have done this years ago, then it'd have stopped the like, oh, well, how much was City spent? Oh, they spent uh, 300 million this year. They, they need to say, because then, at least then, everyone in that league would go, well, we've got this amount, so we'll spend that, we'll spend that, we'll spend that. The problem is, you see it in other leagues where they go, oh, we've had a new owner, he's got loads of money and What's the average spend for League Two? A million, maybe? Nothing near that. No, yeah, exactly. Zero. <laughs> yeah. Well, say, say, say it was a million, say the average was a million, but they have a new owner and what have we spent? Five. Because yeah. he minted. How's that fair on the rest of League Two? It's not. Well, it, 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 yeah, but you, again, on that situation, just because the other teams haven't got a rich owner, 
you shouldn't be punishing that rich owner to want to get his club where he wants it to go. No, the so what are you saying, scrap it altogether? It should be scrapped, like yeah. both of them said, him and Tony both said, you need to scrap him because it's it's not fair. Because yeah. the problem is it's keeping the rich teams rich and it's making no other club be able to get to that standard. Because yeah. they've got to have a monster stadium and it's like, well, Stoke went and built a 50,000-seat stadium. They're not going to fill it. No. But the financial fair terms, oh, yeah, but you've got a 50,000-seat stadium. Yeah. So, again, they're victimising the small cities for the big ones. Because yeah, yeah. Leeds can go up and spend what they want because they've got a big 38,000-seater stadium. Yeah. Newcastle can spend what they want because they've got a 50-odd-thousand-seater. So, again, it's like, well, what's that got It's like favouritism. It's like, well, what's that got to do with anything? Yeah. And it's like, I think somebody came out, I think it was Joe, yeah, not Joe Jordan, what was his name? Summit Jordan, who used to run Crystal Palace. And he, Simon. Uh, yeah, Simon Jordan, where was he? Yeah, that's him, yeah. He came out and said quite publicly that he'll never get a Man City again, he'll never get a Chelsea again, because they won't be able to. Financial, you wait for will not yeah. wait. Happen. City'd still be in, in League One yeah. now if it, it weren't for, if it was for a financial fair play, because they had they had big money. I remember us playing them when they were, when they were in League One. And their side was not a league one side. They had Sean Goulton, and Paul Dickov, yeah. Nicky Weaver and goal. It had others. But Fulham were doing it at the same time in League One. They just, they just recently done it. They had yeah. trouble. They, but they, had, they had a big team in League One. They had Solarco and everyone. They had, they had a decent side. But the, the thing that annoys me about it, though, is like Villa have spent loads of money over the last three years being in the Championship. Spent loads of money. They've gone up and spent three hundred million on crap. Yeah. Let's be honest, on crap, that Wesley scored two goals, that Chazagay never plays, that midfielder they bought Douglas Lewis from City yeah. is rubbish. The fact is that what I don't understand is that, oh, so Villa can spend that money, but little old Stoke can't, oh yeah. no, they can't have them spending money, financial yeah. fair play is coming in. Yeah. And it, it really frustrates me. I mean, the biggest thing that frustrates me about the, about the meeting was, a, my question went in, and my question was read out, because I put it on Facebook at the time, and it was about um, about bringing a director of football in, or well, it was about bringing a director of football or a chairman, and, and they step back, and he was flat out refusing. He says, "No, we 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 don't run things like that, and, and this kind of thing. And we, we yeah, we've made mistakes and this sort." But the fact is, it's not just you've made mistakes; you've made incredible mistakes. It, it's it's it, it, it's not fair. You, yeah. you can't sit there and make them kind of mistakes, change nothing in the upstairs areas, and then say, oh, well, we, we, I think we've got the right man now with Michael O'Neill. Yeah, but Michael O'Neill hasn't really had a window yet to well, the thing is, is The thing is with Michael O'Neill, and it's no different than Nathan Jones or Gary Rowett, they're there to coach a football team and manage a football team. Yeah. So a group of players to go out and produce results is not there to run a football club that's the difference well the, we've got other people who run the football club and if they aren't capable of doing that job then that's why the fans will have a go and say well we're not moaning at the, the team anymore we're moaning at you for not dealing with the problems from the beginning well we've got a question here did you see Tony Scholes's face when Michael O'Neill said it, it shouldn't all be up to the manager when it comes down to recruitment well, that that was a face of thunder. That was. He sort of. You could seem like saying you shouldn't have said that. The, the thing is, it's like the the Nathan Jones thing at pre season talking about the pool of players for each position. You know, it's not in his hands. You know, it isn't. And the thing is, with Michael O'Neill, he's probably come in and got. You look at who's brought in. Chester on loan. There was probably no question whatsoever about that. I need another centre half. Who are you looking at? 
Chester on loan. All right, yeah. That's no, it. but I don't think he had a choice in that. I think. I think. No, but the thing is, what I'm, what, I'm, what I'm saying is, is when he went in the office and speak about Chester, he probably just went, "Yeah, okay, he's on loan. It's to the end of the season. It's not a big, it's not a big financial decision." Whereas, at, at the end of the season, when it starts coming for looking at spending money, that's when he's going to have problems. That's where I see him having problems because I think O'Neill probably can spot a decent player, but then it's going to be going, yeah, well, he's two million cheaper, he's a million cheaper, he's this, he's that. Yeah, that, that's what's got to change yeah. in the board. That's when because they said they've learnt from the mistakes. We haven't seen any evidence of this since they said it, but like I say, I think John Coates did come off well. I mean, he looked. He, I don't know if he looked drunk or not, but he he didn't look comfortable. But um, but he but he did no, say. But he, he said at the beginning, um, he's not used to doing these kind of things, so. He was probably just nervous, but I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like his instant refusal of that idea for the good of the club, where he decides, right, I will. We will step back yeah. and we'll bring someone in who knows what they're doing. The fact is that he, he said a few times that he doesn't agree with agents and he don't agree with this and that. And, I'm, and I kept thinking to myself, well, I think most clubs don't like but, agents. But that's what I mean. But that's that's what you're in. Yeah. If you, if, you, if you're not in the if you're not in that business, then step away yeah the fact is that you're gonna to have to deal with agents and you're gonna to have to pay high prices for good yeah. players that's just how it comes yeah because there was a point um, i noticed that roy Keane made uh, on sky about the fernandez signing at united seemed to drag on and it was like well yeah that's because of agents that's why they take so long because the reality is if you were a footballer and you got a phone call saying man city want you and you went in and they go, we're going to give you 100 grand a week. You give your first name on the team sheet. We're going to sort you an house out in Cheshire. You go, where do we sign? Yeah, it's going more. Whereas with an agent, they go, we could get another 10,000 here and another year contract on the year on the contract and a gold bonus and this and that. And I want a million because I want move house. Because they do, they have their own money into it, don't they? Oh, yeah, yeah, they get they get, they get a cut. They get they? a massive cut out of any yeah. players moving. And it's just how it is. It's the modern game. There's no point in moaning no, about it. No point in moaning because it won't you, change. You have to, you have to deal with it. And I think, yeah. I think our problem. I think when 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 we're talking about that, you could see that that's happened before with Tony Scholes, where Joe you know, like Vitz will come and Vols Smolov come in and Robertson come in and the, yeah. all these good players that we're after. These wanted these bonuses and these improvements yeah. of wages and this kind of stuff, and you're like, oh, oh, yeah. oh I'm not. Oh, and then they go, and then, yeah. and then it's desperation, and it's like, oh my god, who can we get? Yeah. And then mock you because remember that line who played well for us against us. Let's get him in. Yeah. Let's get him in. Let's go for it. Quick, that winger at Rotherham. <laughs> it, it, it's. I mean, there was big talk a few years ago, and it seemed to just die away. It was about capping the, the the profit that the agents make through football sales, yeah, which has never been out the, the thing is, though, if if they did, then it to me it makes the interest of the client more. Like they they'll look after the client more because without without them, because they've got to do more deals then, so they have more they'd have more clients, so they'd have to work a lot harder. Whereas now they just turn up and go, well, he's worth seventy five million. Well, I want five million as well. Yeah. So that's eighty million. He wants two hundred grand a week. Well, it's, it, it comes down to like common sense in many to, in many firms, and the fact is, with a lot of it, is that these some of these some of these agents are good, and some of these agents are just greedy, yeah. and they just want this, that, and the other. I mean, it's like Carlos Davies. Look at his career; he's gone everywhere where money's involved. If there's any money, he'll go here. If there's any money there, he'll go there. 
yeah. at the end of the day it's becoming that kind of linchpin career now for some of these players I mean Tatevers went to was the highest paid player ever at one point at 750 grand a week and I know it was only a year or two years he was at that club and it's still a lot of money it's incredible amount of money but if the thing is you can't you can't blame him really if some idiot if some idiot's willing to pay you 18 million a year you just go you just go yeah it's like Bale was tempted by that by that million pound a week yeah but you can't you can't know that a million well, pound a week funny, I wouldn't even just been tempted I'd be like <laughs> I wonder if you've just got my own plane yeah <laughs> yeah just bought one I mean uh, some some good information came out from it I mean was, I mean there was talk about the free travel and I'm, I'm a bit annoyed about people's reaction to this free travel game to, to season ticket holders because I think it's I sort of understand why because of where we are now. I mean it's yeah. people and what I don't like about is that We've been given something very good for free for a long time. It's not just been like Villa where they had it for one season. Yeah. We've had it for this is our fourth or fifth season now yeah. we've had free travel. And people are moaning. And it's like, well, because it's been taken away to the normal ticket holders who yeah. go. But I'm sorry, you shouldn't be moaning anyway. You've had it free for four years. And the club's done a really good thing there for us. And one thing I will say about our board, even though they've got the faults and the have. They do try and look after Stoke fans. I mean, we had a season ticket freeze again, yeah. which doesn't help the club. Doesn't help the club in any way because if we, they rise our season tickets, it, even though you'd think at first, oh well, it's a negative thing, it does help them on financial fair play. Yeah. But they haven't done it, no. whereas most other clubs have. Villa up there, wait here, season tickets when they went up. So Brighton after the first season in the Premier League, yeah. many clubs have, but ours haven't. The thing is, though, I think a lot of fans probably forget as well is the numbers that have dropped at home games will have affected the free travel away. Yeah, because the thing is, we're having twenty eight, twenty nine a week in the Prem, and we've lost eight nine thousand easily. Yeah. So you think about eight or nine thousand if all of them are just ticket people on the do- on the day. That's a lot of money they're losing, which yeah. would have been more paid for the away travel yeah. so and plus you've got more games to think about I know it's only another four but it's still four more away games isn't it than, well not four sorry it's where we got third how many is it 20 23 games in it? yeah 23 games so it's another yeah. four yeah another four games um, where they've got another away day and it's balancing the books and Soon as I read it, I thought, yeah, I understood it. Yeah, I get it. I mean, it's still good of them, dude. Just do it. Never mind. Yeah, I think it's great. I mean, John. I mean, John came out quite well. I mean, Michael O'Neill. I think. I think he has been a revelation. I think he's been. He's he's got us all back up. He's got us all interested again. I feel sorry for him a little bit because at the end of the day, things were starting to click into place. I know we'd had a couple of bumps here and there, but overall. The Cardiff game, the old game, we were really clicking and scoring goals. And for this happen now, it, it, it's like when I've said before, when you have a good run and then there's an international break and you're like, oh, it's getting proper killers momentum a bit. Well, this is going to kill a lot of teams' momentum, this. Well, it will. Um, it, it is, like I've said before, it is a massive shame that we've, um, we, we are going to you know, missed last because we're really starting to pick up form, we're starting to look like a team, I mean, people have been laughing and going, yeah, you're just happy because Stoke aren't going to go down, and the fact is that I don't think we will anyway. No. Because I think we're playing too well, Hull are in free fall. Sure, all of us, everybody listening, us as well, we don't know what's going to happen, we don't. No. No, We don't know what the next move is, 
I think the FA are probably sitting there looking at it going well until the government actually say something we're a bit clueless to what to say there's no point in the FA holding a press conference and going right well, this is what we're going to do because until Boris actually like grows a power and says this is what's happening we're all in limbo really yeah so we know exactly yeah, what's exactly. going on it's like work it's like him saying well uh, if, if, if firms start shutting that's just an hearsay isn't it how many other firms are sitting there who've got 200 staff going what do you reckon well that's the thing <laughs> people are losing their jobs aren't they people are dying and people are losing their jobs and we should be in lockdown we yeah. should be trying to get rid of this virus yeah. I know people are sitting there going oh it's no, it's no worse than the flu and I know there's more cases of flu there's more cases of this that well the best thing to do really in my opinion is if you look at how many numbers they need to work out an average of how many people have gained coronavirus in the last two weeks over a week so yeah. once they know and go right we'll lock it down for a week let's see how many we get in that week so then Keep an eye out everywhere how many people get it in that week. If their numbers plummet from 200 to say four yeah. or whatever, then maybe you could go, I tell you what, we'll play them games behind closed doors yeah. without any fans or something to try and get rid of a few games. Yeah. Because the thing is, if 200 cases in one night and you have four cases over seven days, I think you'd be all right to play behind closed doors, in my opinion. Yeah, you would be. And yeah. get it out of the yeah. way. Well, so we now go into this weekly topic because they've carried on playing. That's the women's team. Yeah, don't get corona, the women. Yeah, they, <laughs> they carry on. Odd. <laughs> no message about the women. Yeah. Yeah, the women played a great match. They played against the league leader Sunderland, but sadly came away with a 4-2 defeat. Well, they've been romping the league, haven't they, all season, Sunderland? Yeah, they're a good side in this league. They better be, well, obviously the best team in this league came... Let's be honest though, Stoke Stoke played well after playing two times in a week. It was uh, he just come to an head really against the best team in the league. Well, they're going to win the league, aren't they? So yeah, they're going to win it now. I think it's just guaranteed it today. Sunderland are going to win the league, and I'll tell you what though, no message about no corona affects the women's team. No. But to be fair, it does look like it was played at the sand hall. Right. Is it literally nobody? <laughs> it's there? actually nobody there. But there's no stand there either. Well, <laughs> well wait, man. This is the league game. <laughs> Women's Premier League Northern Northern Premier League game and nobody there. To be honest, Sunderland absolutely rumped down. It, it was, I mean, it was 4 1. It's not very often you can hear that the same, brothers. It's well, Sunderland rumped down. <laughs> I know, yeah. I know, they would normally win a lot of games, not the men's team. <laughs> league One now, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a shame. Like I say, it's been a good performance from the, from the ladies all season, and it's. I think it's not very often we sit here and they've lost. Yeah, I mean, they've come against the best team in the league, haven't they? Yeah. And they got shown up, but to be fair, Sunderland had a rest and Stoke played in the week, and yeah. it's been a long time, hasn't it? Yeah. Uh, other news this week as well, we'd have to mention, is the Tuesday night, I think it was, when we went to Man City's training ground and lost 6 1 to. Man City in the cup final. It was a close game. <laughs> we were in there, but to be fair, from the the that just proves the difference in cash, doesn't it? Well, I mean, I watched the highlights, and to be fair, we didn't deserve the 6-1 scoreline. Right. I mean, we, we we played well, and to be fair, like John said on in that meeting, we're doing incredible with the youth academy at the moment. The academy is starting to produce some real talent to the yeah. future. I mean, one player I do want to see next season is Dunwoody. 
Yeah, he, he seems to be the shining light of that academy at the moment. Uh, Sorensen as well, and you got Sanko pushing yeah. through, and you got Joseph Basic who's come through who's on loan. I think at Fleetwood. The thing is, though, mate, that's that's partly one thing we can be thankful for from the premiers is the money that came in made Clayton Wood what it is today. Yeah, there's pitches down there now with their own little stands, and the facilities have improved, and and the thing is. It it'll it'll pay its dues in t- in due time that uh, the the improvements we've made, um, and and that's the thing. I mean, you look at cities. I mean, it's like an Olympic village. <laughs> it's like, it was an Olympic village. It was an Olympic village. Yeah, I mean, got their stands like a proper ground, isn't it? The, yeah, well, it is a ground. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's like a, proper a little ground, a full standing ground as yeah. well. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, the thing is, as a kid, if that's where you go and play, it gives you great motivation, doesn't well, it? Well, it's also a big incentive when you're a young lad thinking, well, I play in the ground. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as a youth player, it's, it's quite unheard of, especially when the women's Premier League team's just played in a field. Yeah. <laughs> it shows you the, 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 level, yeah. the level they're at. And the thing is, City, they're plucking all the best kids from all over the place, aren't they? Yeah, the day, they get, so. they're getting the best through, but at the moment, with their financial fair play situation, they might have to start using them kids now because they won't be able to spend any money. Well, well, they're losing a few and all, aren't they, this yeah, year? And that's it, yeah. That's been another interesting show. It's not been much about football. <laughs> not, it's not a lot of football, in it, apart from the women in the youth team. But like I say, everybody with Corona, make sure you're safe. Everybody with Corona. <laughs> well, every, everybody. Everybody with Corona, every, stay indoors. <laughs> stay indoors, <laughs> don't, don't spread it round. But in all seriousness, people have died, and it's rest in peace to them people that have, and people who are sick, make sure you get... Get help. Get help and make sure you look after yourself. Everybody try wash your hands mainly. Yeah. And don't sing like the government has said. Yeah, yeah, don't do what Just they wash say. your hands. Yeah, just wash your hands, keep yourself safe and let's just get through it really. That's yeah, what I yeah. can say. That's it, the football starts again. Yeah, let's hope it does kick back in on the fourth because I'm already born, it's only week yeah. one. You don't want it like the war. Yeah, so everybody stay safe. Thanks for listening. Ta-ra. All the best.